Praise God. <laughs> you know, at times, the devil will be playing pranks. The devil was surprised that <laughs> I, I am here this uh, evening. You know, he thought I would have slept off. <laughs> I want to talk about our words. Let our words dominate our life. Or let's say our word dominates our life. Please, I look like our word dominates our lives. Our word dominates our lives. That is what you speak. Dominates our lives. If you remember, Pastor mentioned something like that last week. That we should be mindful of what we are speaking or what comes out of our mouth. That this is very powerful. And these are the things that made our life. These are the things that made us. Praise God. So we want to you know, ponder a little about it. Can we open our Bible to April 11, verse 6? April 11, verse 6. April 11. But without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Continue to say. I faith, no one of God, of things not seen as yet, moved with fear, prepared an act to the saving of his house, by which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness which is by faith. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. It's okay. It's actually verse 8 I want us to like stop. Now, anytime we, we speak, or anytime a word comes out of our mouth, <laughs> We have expressed our faith. Whatever we say, you know, it comes out in word. So most of the times it has not formed. We have not seen the physical part of it. But actually we have spoken what? Faith. So as a Christian, we should be mindful of whatever that comes out of our mouth. But without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is impossible to please Him. It is impossible to trust God. Because most of times, whatever that comes out of our mouth is what comes out of our heart. Something that we've pondered a little in our heart and, and you know, and automatically comes out of our mouth as a word, which we eventually formed our life. Praise God. So I am convinced that few Christians realize this, this important fact that our words dominate us. We will never rise above the conversion of our lips. Whatever that comes out of our mouth, we can never rise above it. That is why we say that our words dominate our lives. So you, will, you may not know, but you will be seeing the traces that so many things that are coming out of our mouth is eventually forming the part of our life. Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. So we can never rise above what we are confessing. 
If you are confessing goodness for your life, you can never rise above that goodness. You shall be seeing that all part of you is goodness. And if what you confess is evil, you can never rise and be away from evil. Because it is what you are conversing from your mouth. Our mouth is very powerful. Our tongue is very powerful. So, we will never rise above the conversion of our lips. We will either rise or fall to the level of our conversion. So, what this is saying that even at our evil rise, based on maybe probably for a few days or for a few months, you are confessing something good. And that thing are coming to your life. What you are confessing begins to draw attention to you, to your life. And all of a sudden, you begin to express doubt. Then you will see that you begin to fall to the realm of doubt. Praise God. Amen. Praise the living Jesus. Amen. So even if you are not safe, but you continually tell yourself that I can do anything. Have you ever seen such, such people that they will tell you that, they, they are not Christian, they will tell you that whatever they put their mind on, that they want to do, they will achieve it. Spirituality aside now. Now, on the secular world, you will see people, they will tell you that unless I don't put my mind on so far I put my mind on it, I will achieve it. I have met, I, I met a man, he said that, he said that he has a very strong conviction that also, he's a non-believer, he said whatever he thought in his mind that he wants to do, he must accomplish it. If you think of evil against anybody, that evil must come to that person. And it's not a Christian. You see? So if you have in your mind that whatsoever challenge that comes to your way, you shall overcome. You will surely overcome. You will overcome. If you say you can do any, you can't, you can you can submerge any situations of life, you will submerge it because you say it. Because at the end of the day, because you have set your heart to what you have said, you will now see that everything will be falling into places for you according to your wishes and your desires. So we should be mindful of what we thought in our heart, we should be mindful of what we say in our mouths. So, as he says that with his mouth and believes it is and believe it in his heart, he will become successful at what he put his mind on. That is, as he says in his mouth, and he now believes in his heart. You don't believe in your head, though. You don't believe that uh, if I put one, two, three, four. No, you are believing in your head. Praise God. Hallelujah. If you say, ah, um, if I put my CV here, I put my CV here, and I know, I, I, I you know, <laughs> anytime you begin to think like that, you are believing in your head. Forget you never get what you think you want to get. But every time you believe, if the belief draws out from your heart, 
that there is a belief system that you have gathered over the period of time that you have listened to this word or you have studied the word and the belief system have been so robust that you now thought of a thing and it gather momentum in your heart. It will draw manifestation. Are we together? It will draw manifestation. You will see those things that you believe will be, you know, finding as pressure in your daily lives. You shall see things are falling. Ah, where am I going to live there? Where my Jesus says, whatsoever, you know, and Bible say, who does in me is more than he that is in the world. You know, you are believing right from the your belief system is coming from the world. So it's gathering momentum. You are already fired up. You will see everything you wish, everything you desire, what will just be coming into your life, one after the other. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the living Jesus. Hallelujah. So on the other hand, there are people that will say, I can't do it. The moment they said they can't do it, they are already defeated. Now you have said that I can do anything through Christ that strengthens me. So you have drawn your what? Your strength from your heart, from Christ. You understand? So it's going to find expression in your life. You are going to see it manifested in your life. And there are some people that immediately they see it. Ah, I can't do it. You, will, you are already defeated. No other two ways. Can somebody read Proverbs 6, verse 2? Verse 2. Thou art slain with the words of thy mouth. Thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. It is what you have said that what? That have endangered your life. It is what you have said that are what? That have put you in bondage. What have you said to yourself in the time past? What have you said to yourself? What word have you spoken to your children? That now they are growing up and that will be, be, begin to what? To form in their lives. I, I remember that time we have a neighbor. Anytime she wanted to curse her children. That's why the fact that the the boy or the girl did something so much wrong. It is prayer. Your head is correct in your head. You, you, you see? See your head like David's head. See your head like Solomon's head. See your head. You know, we'll be calling it, and I'll be looking at her. What is he saying? This boy did something that was wrong. Give it a very sound course. <laughs> but this one will not cause you. Will rather, she will rather be using great people, mentioning their names. I don't know <laughs> she understands this that we are discussing about. That whatever she calls her children is what they eventually become. It is love life. I think I shared here last week that my son, 
you know, I, I, I have, uh, I, I have, um, you know, I have, uh, I have some uh, friends that are that, that, that are doctors, that are medical practitioners, and we stayed together for almost a year during my NYC. I love their life. Only there are some part of their life I don't like. But the kind of honor coming to them, I love it. So now, if you if you love something, why can't you call your children after that thing? If you love something, why can't you call your brother against that thing? Call him after it. You know, remember when uh, John the Baptist, you know, when he baptized Jesus, a, a voice came out from heaven. I said, I said, this is what. This is my son, in whom I was what? So pleased. Yeah. So the Lord is so pleased with Jesus. So everything that I, I think is not in only that place that he mentioned that thing. People in the, in the mountain, I think in the mountain of transfiguration, I think I, he mentioned something like that. Yes. That is so pleased. So God Himself is calling Jesus that I am so pleased. So what are you calling your children? Praise God. The Lord will give us understanding in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. So our conversion is a vital part of our faith. Show me your faith. Show me how you converse. I will know how what? How strong is your faith. Right, you are looking at mountain. You are looking at challenges. You are in the middle of storms. Show me your conversion. Let me see what comes out of your mouth. I will know you are a man of strong faith. Brother Miro thought he has a very bigger faith. He didn't know that over the period of time, which I have been trying my best <laughs> to see that my faith, at least maybe one quarter of his faith, I know he's a very, he's a, he's a strong man of faith. That was why I wanted to go to somewhere. And as at 9 p.m., I was still on the road. Then he called me. He said, "Ah, brother, where are you?" I said, "I'm still on the road." He said, "Ah, okay." He doesn't want to tell me because he knows that I trust him. I believe him as a man of faith. So he doesn't want to tell me that ah, time is gone. We cannot go go to that place again. So he said, ah, "Hey, hey, brother, can you come home? I think my wife has prepared some delicious meal. Can we take that meal first? And me, I, I was very fired up. I was focused on where we are going. And I said, ah, I should come. Okay, let's see. If I can get to your bus stop by 9.30, I will branch. Then by 10, maybe I hit for 30 minutes, but by 10, we take off. And me, I already know their plans. And me, anytime I'm going to that long distance, I fast. Because we are going for prayer retreat. I was fasting already, so I know that food is out of it. I know the idea. Probably maybe his wife just want to see my face, or maybe they want to delay me so that we cannot go again because already late. Then when we go to that place, when I go to that place, I go to that place around 10 p.m. Then I call, I say, I'm at your bus stop now. I say, you're at my bus stop. Okay, come take a bike. I say, no, it is late already. You come out of your house. Come and meet me at Abekuta. I will be waiting for you. I make sure the bus stop. He said, ah, I should come. <laughs> and I heard the, the wise boys on that ground say, ah, 
Yeah, I have told you. Your brother will not come. <laughs> I said, come. Then when we now met, he came around, I think we came around 10 30. Then when we now saw him, he said, ah, why did you know that we are going to delay me? I said, me? I know. Because number one, food is out of it. I cannot come here and eat. So if I come and talk, probably I just want to come and see your family. But the time is already gone. I am so focused on where we are going. So please come out. He said, hey, but look at the time now. There's another place that we can go and I said, no, where we have measured that we are going is where we are going. We are not going to change direction. He said, look at the time, it's already 10. When we go to that place around 1.30, and they are doing, they are preparing for primary election in Russian State. In fact, it was, it, it was one of their altar or vigilante. If you see the church that that young boy put on himself, he was the one that drove us to where they are going to. Praise God. You know, at times when you are fired up in your spirit, you just have this faith in you. You see, what God wants to see, faith is not going to give you any. It is not faith that took us to that place. No. But the faith will give God the platform to express his work of, of, of his, to expect of to expect uh, the kind of person he is. To express his personality. That's what prayer, faith does for God. Because without faith, you know, it will be very impossible for God to show the kind of possibility. So at that moment, by 12 a.m., we are still far away from where we are. But when we go to the place that we need to take a bike, the man, you know, those guys, they came with so many guns. <laughs> you know, Robert was stood there, I stood there. Then which we are found, I said, what we have here, we are going to prove something here. Because all their body chants. They were shot. They are guys that they are going to use for election the following day. So they were sharing guns. So when we when we met them, they look at us, hey, 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 from afar, hey, hey, hey. And when you buy it, they start coming, hey, hey. And we lost it. And there's some hype now. And what they see that I believe that really shocked them. They didn't tell us that it shocked them. The level of our confidence. Because we know that he that is a loss. <laughs> hey, why are you walking? You know tomorrow is election. Hey, you are putting your life. Hey, you are carrying gun. I said, we are going to social place. Can't you see everywhere? We have to get to that. Ah, that place is fine. We cannot allow you to go. How do you want to? You have to get to that place. Are you ready to pay? Pay what? Don't worry about Who is going to take us? That one that is champion leading them is the one that says, okay, don't worry. I will take you. You won't believe it. That's why the fact that they are putting us out. They are even afraid. So those guys, the others that are coming, they are patting in the strong, yeah? What will happen? What will happen? Don't worry, don't worry. We and Robert will look at our face like this. What is going on? They are even comforting the guy. Praise God. So what I'm saying is the level of your faith. So when you put up a very strong faith, you throw challenge at God to come to his resting place. Praise God. Because your, your faith, God can feel comfortable whether he's in heaven, on his throne, or at the platform of your faith to express his kingdom, his rulership. <coughs> Praise God. 
Are we together? Yes, sir. Am I spend my turn? So, if it is impossible to have faith, God will not tell us to have it. That will be what? Injustice. It will be injustice. And far be it. Let all men be liars. Let only God be true. God can never test you above the level of your faith. So God knows that you can have that faith. That's why I say, have faith in me. Can somebody read Romans 10? Verse 8. We are drawing closer. Romans chapter 10, verse, Verse 8 to 10. But said, but what said is the word is nearly, even in thy mouth and in thy in thy heart, that is the word of faith which preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thy heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Can you see? With your mouth, your confession is made unto what? Unto salvation. Can you see? With your mouth, your confession is made unto what? Unto salvation. It's not only unto salvation. Your what? Your confession is made unto what? Unto weight, unto heads, unto riches, unto Unto promotion. It is what you confess. Your confession is made unto whatever that comes out of your mouth. If you say, hey, be well with you, your confession is made unto it. Shall be well with you. Praise God. As somebody read Mark 11, we have a Bible study. Mark 11, another person, I don't want you. Another person. Mark 11, 23. My Bible study. Mark 11, 23. For verily I say unto you, mm. that whatsoever shall say unto this mountain, mm. be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things. In that heart, you don't, you don't want to, you don't doubt. What do you do in that heart? You believe in that heart. Continue. And shall believe that those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. You shall have it. Let me tell you something. The way it reform is none of your business. Your whole business is what? To say. The first thing you will notice now is you need to, to realize that conversion pre precedes what? Procession. What? Conversion precedes what? Conversion. Possession. Conversion precedes what? Possession. You have to what? You have to converse first. Converse whatever you need. Converse whatever you want. Then what? You have it. That's where possession you come, will come. You don't possess before you say. You say before you possess. Because that's what you want to know that yes, you truly believe in God. Praise God. So, but most people want to possess the blessing first and then we converse it later. It is not like that. That is not the way of God. We are expecting blessing 
before you come out to do testimonies. I have shared it here. Somebody has come out to say, hey, God, thank you. I have gotten admission. And her name was not in the admission list. But lo and behold, her name come out. I have shared the testimony here. So at times, when you call God, when you understand this scripture that he collects things that will not be as if they were, when you understand that scripture, you call things into existence, into your life. Because that is what God himself wants. It's an, it's a, it's an, it's an expression of what? Of strong faith. Praise God. But Jesus said, he shall what? He shall have whatsoever. Because you have said it. What you said is you have put the integrity of God online. And God will never jeopardize his integrity. Praise God. That is number one. You must confess God's word to bring things you desire into what? Into the realm of reality. Hebrew 1, Hebrew 11, 1. You confess it. So that whatever you need, you bring into the realm of what? Reality. Confess it. Confess your heart. At times when you are conversing your heart, eh, that sickness, that symptom is still there. Take your eyes off it. You know, I shared a story about this, my hair, that I had a growth yet. I think like three months ago, I began to feel some kind of pain at the same spot. Serious pain. I said, hey, the admission, the officials are not right second times. I began to rebook it. You know where I set my heart on? I set my heart on the testimony I have given. On the line of the hill. And that is how it is. Because devil will come and see. Let me see whether he has received. You understand? To express, to express testimonies is made from receiving testimony. At times you may express testimonies. But have you truly received it? I received that testimony. I received that feeling. I walked, and the pain went off, and the growth never happened. Praise God, because I understand this thing we are discussing now. Number two, you must believe your word. You must believe in your heart that what you say you want. We come to pass. I'm talking about that Mark 11:23 now. So whatever you say, your what, your conversion precede what possession. Then whatever you have said to your conversions, then what do you do? You believe in your heart. How do you believe in your heart? You begin to gather the words that confirm that thing. You gather it, gather momentum in the breath of your heart. You gather that momentum in your heart that I shall not be sick. That the Bible says, healings like a daily bread. You begin to confess good things that he that is in me is more than he that is in the world. That you say you supply all my need according to his riches in Christ Jesus. So you begin to confess that thing will be gathering momentum in your heart. As it's gathering momentum, you are what? You are forming it in the physical. Are we together? Yes. So let your word dominate your life. 
Let your word be spies. With what? With what of what? Grace. Say great things. Say good things to yourself. Say great things to your creation. When we, when uh, when uh, they were taking me home last week, Pastor Azem would take me home, and then uh, me, and Pastor Kingston, we were together in the in the car. So he was not making reference to what I said that I, I do lay my hands on my son. That he answered, you become this. He said, ah, but my brother, you are just saying it joking you. I said, ah, sir, I'm not saying it joking you. So if you remember what I said, I said, I was what? I was saying it intentionally. I was so intentional about it. I was so, I will lay hands on him. And say, in the mighty name of this, what you become. This is me and your father. And as I'm your father, I'm also your prophet. I decree upon your life, upon your creation, this is what you become. I mean, it's not just looking at me like this. You know, the day we believe was when you are not going out. And when God wants to confirm his word, you were in a bus with a prophet. And the prophet looked at that child and said, Hey, take care of this child. This is what he's going to become. And that is exactly what I'm calling him. I call him. He was not meant to be like, I call, I said, you have to, I call his creation. Listen, I said, become this. You become this. I need hands on you. Call things into existence. Praise God. Look at those people, Caleb and Joshua. If you read Romper chapter 13, verse 30. If you read, some people, they ask them to go and spy. Some say, hey, they're so giant. They can't take over. And Caleb and Joshua say, no. So why God is with us? We can take over the world. Those are the two people. They have all got what they say. Those ones say that they are going to be defeated. They were what? They were the, they perish in wilderness. Praise God. And those ones that says that they are going to what? They are going to defeat them. They what? They enter into the land of promise. Praise God. On the final note now, we believers, especially we that usually what draw from the word of this pulpit, we that we sit down with the word, we that every time we shout out our ears, that sit down with the word, which what we need to become God inside minded. I want you to asterisk that in my Bible study. Write it down. We that are listening to the word, we need to become God inside minded. Let God feed the internal part of you. Let your heart be what God says you will be. Let your heart full of what Bible says you have. Praise God. Praise the living Jesus. So we need to continually pro 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 proclaim our words that greater is he that is in us than he that what? That is in the world. First John 4 4. Let this your word and what? And make sure that you live it all through your life. 
Leave whatever you are saying. Whatever you are saying, leave it. God, I will never settle for a little. I shall never be strong. Leave it. Begin to set your eyes on bigger things, on bigger agendas. If the agenda that God gives you is what that can be humanly accomplished, there is not an agenda from heaven. It's your own agenda. Draw a bigger agenda in your heart that heaven will look at you and say, don't worry. We'll work with you. When you enter into redemption camp, you will know that that place is not woman's agenda. It is God's agenda. Praise God. So you need to draw that big agenda. If our daddy read the agenda of straight away, you know that it's not woman's agenda. It's what? It's God's agenda. God's agenda doesn't fall now. It doesn't fall now. What God's agenda in this world is what comes out of your mouth. Begin to speak it. That is what you need to do. Praise God. Begin to speak it. Begin to speak it. Whatever you want to become in life, begin to speak it. Whatever you want your life to become, begin to speak it. Whatever you want your children to become, begin to speak it. Whatever you want your wife to become, begin to speak it. Speak it into existence. Speak it into existence. Speak it into reality. Speak it into physical. I can count number of one, two, three things that God has embraced me to speak, and I have seen them formed. To speak your life into existence. May the Lord help us and embrace us in the mighty name of Jesus. May the Lord bless His word. I bless the year in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Praise the Lord. More harm for that grief. I've chosen for that grief.